Hey guys, what's going on? Mario Marino here, and you're listening to Motivation Mondays. Hey guys, what's going on? Follow Mario here. Happy Motivation Mondays. Today is a fantastic day. I hope you guys have a good start to your week. Today's podcast is really all about a kick in the ass. It's how to take back your life and start living for you. And notice I said living for you, not living for other people, not living by society standards, living for yourself. You guys all probably know this by now, but I'm a very problem-solution-minded person. And what I mean by that is I like to have the mentality of if you don't like the way something is in your life, fix it. Fix it. It's that simple. So often than not, we fear change and we love complacency and we think that, you know, oh, this is just the way that it is. It is what it is, but it really kind of starts with us and really starts with you and the ability to take back your life and change your life and make sure that you create a lifestyle where everything becomes beautiful around you. And whether you want to call that the law of attraction or you know waking up early and saying your mantras, it really is about reminding yourself that you have the power and control in your life to do whatever it is you want to do. If I think back to you know my early ages or my first job, my first job was at Subway. Subway sandwiches. I was making sandwiches in high school. I had no idea what I was going to do. But then I started to, you know, see that, hey, there was something to this retail environment. And then I took an internship at a fashion brand. And then from my internship, I really tried to absorb, you know, and and tried to discover what I wanted throughout that internship. And there is when I really found a love and passion for social media. So then it, it grew and grew and grew. And I realized this is the path that I want for myself. And I want to live in a major city. I want to move one day into an even bigger city. And I set out and set that goal for myself. Was it scary? Absolutely. It was the one of the most terrifying things in the world. But sometimes in life, you have to take risks and start to say no to things and really challenge yourself of if this is the life that I want, This is what I have to do. So that's what we're really talking about in today's podcast is how can you take back your life and not to say that it's broken, but if you see something that you don't necessarily like, fix it or work towards something better. So that's what we're going to get into today. I'm going to break down the different parts of your life in which you can really start living for now and living for you and making sure that you're doing a mental health check to make sure that it's actually what you want. And first and foremost, I have to apologize because if you guys are hearing it in the background, I have my little puppy Cavett today. Um, He is up very, very early and is very eager to play. So we're going for a walk right after this. But if you hear him in the background, he's taking back his life and doing what he wants to do. So he's living for this walk. So apologies for the background noise. So as you guys know, a lot of the tips that I like to give are really broken out into three very important pillars. They're the pillars that we surround ourselves with, um, and they really make up a lot of who we are. So the three pillars that I'm talking about today are work, your personal life, and, and your relationships with your significant other or friends, and also your family as well. I think you really have to take a look at your life since those are most of the times three big components of your life and what you really have to understand is this the life that you kind of want to live is this the relationships that you're living for what does this look like and are you surrounded by positivity 
And with regard to the work pillar, I think this is something very important because a lot of people are actually confusing their happiness levels based on the unique COVID situation. So first and foremost, if you're kind of in a situation, everyone that I talk to is extremely unhappy with work. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with a big component of why we like our jobs is because of people. You may you know, get excited to work for a big brand and all of that, and that might attract you to the business, but what really keeps you there is the people component. So a lot of people, are, myself included, are struggling with, I don't have the same day-to-day -day interaction with my team. I don't really have that camaraderie um, that really keeps you going and motivated and you have each other's backs and things like that. So once you strip that away, then work just becomes work. So I think you do have to keep in mind that there needs to be an element of patience to really make sure that you get through this and make sure that you're thinking about your job correctly. You're staying level-headed when it comes to your um, appetite and appreciation for your work. So that's just a little disclaimer that I have on the work side of things. But there's three unique questions that I always recommend asking yourself to make sure that, you know, you're happy at your job and you're living the life that you want for yourself um, in relationship to your work. So the first question that I always ask is, are you still passionate about what you do? Do you still get excited? And you may not get excited about every single project. You may not get excited every single day. But Overall, if you had to answer quickly, can you answer, are you still passionate about what you do? Because if you're not passionate, you're not going to have the motivation and drive to get up and be your best every day. It's going to affect other layers of your life and, you know, it's just not going to lead to anything good. So you want to make sure that you need to find ways to reignite that passion, maybe take some training classes, learn something new at work, you know, ask to be put on different projects, try to keep things interesting and fresh. But if the overall answer answer is that you're not passionate about what you do, then maybe it's time to go. Maybe it's time to, to take back your life and try to figure out something new. Um, because, you know, truth be told, we spend a majority of our time working. We don't spend a majority of our time with our families. We don't spend a majority of our time with our friends. We spend a majority of our time working. So you have to be passionate about what you do because it has a huge impact on your mental health and your overall well-being. The second uh, question that I always ask is, do you respect the leadership around you? Do you feel inspired? Do you feel motivated? Do you feel like they're results driven? And I think that's something that is so important. I've talked to a lot of professionals in the industry. And I think, you know, yes, you can work for a great brand. Yes, you can work for an amazing team. But if you don't have that leadership that you respect and, and report into or that clear vision and strategy, that's a problem. So you really have to understand, you know, who am I working for and what are their values and, and, and does that align with my personal values? And if it doesn't, you also have to Owe it, you owe it to them to have that conversation about what can be improved, let them know your point of view, really kind of spell it out because any, you know, time you're, you're dealing with a manager, it is best to be open and honest and direct and give feedback because then you'll get a clear understanding of where they stand, what their viewpoint is on it. They might have their blinders on during COVID and might not see that, you know, they need to pay more attention to you or um, might need to support you in better ways, show up for you, you know, clarify more for you. So that's something that's very important. And then the third question that I ask is, are you just collecting a paycheck? Are you just coming in, getting your paycheck day in and day out? And if that's truly the case, you can do better. 
you can absolutely do better. You should be valued. You should see value in your work. You should see it not just as dollar signs. You should see it as something that you wake up every day and you're excited about what you do. And it's an honor and a privilege to, you know, be getting a paycheck. Um, And I think a lot of times there's a lot of people in this situation and they say, yeah, I want to get out, but you know, I, I make okay money and things like that. Yes. But wouldn't it be better if you made okay money or great money at a company that you absolutely loved? There are jobs on the market. Go on LinkedIn. Try your best to apply. Put yourself out there. I know COVID has had a huge impact on the unemployment rate and things are super competitive. But I have helped and coached so many people land jobs during COVID, um, switch industries. So I don't believe in excuses. I think you can do better. So if you're stuck in a situation to where you're unhappy, you feel like your life isn't going anywhere, work isn't going anywhere, build a plan. Make it work for you, build a plan, figure out what your next step is, figure out how you're going to take back your role and get re-inspired or reignited if that is an opportunity for you, or figure out how to get out and how to exit. Completely okay either way. This is your life. You have to remember that. My mom, when I very first left Guess, was mortified. She's like, you've been there six and a half years. You're so safe. You're so comfortable. You make good money. What are you doing? I think this is the wrong decision. Are you sure you want to do this? And I've changed jobs four times since then. And every single time it's been to elevate myself, to make a higher income, to take on more work and to take a higher title. And now I'm at a position to where I absolutely love what I do. And I oversee such a large team and a large scope that you have to take back your life and understand that, you know, there are going to be some risks involved, but you have to do it. There's no question about that. So that's kind of a little bit of what I wanted to walk you guys through from the work scenario. Now, shifting gears a little bit on the personal side of things, one of the things that I think is very important is when we're talking about relationships, and I always try to pair relationships to be a little bit more inclusive, but also at the same time too, because I think there's a lot of commonalities between friendships and relationships, as weird as that may sound. With a personal relationship, you have to take a look at your social circle. You have to figure out who is your tribe, who is your gang, who is everybody that you're surrounded by, and do they have a positive impact in your life. As you start to move up, not everybody will come up with you. You have to keep that in mind. Not everybody wants the same thing for you as you do. Not everybody wants the same growth and success for you. So you really have to take a look at who you have around you. In in college, I was one of those people that had to have, you know, a million and five friends. I was friends with everyone. And then as I grew older, my circle got a lot smaller. It was one of those things to where I started to take inventory of the people that I had in my life and really made sure that they were the right fit for me. And sometimes people aren't. I've done a podcast on this before, but you know, my family always says people come in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, and very few are a lifetime. So you do have to keep that in mind. I mean, I'm a, I do wish I would have kept in touch with a lot more people, but I feel very fulfilled by the handful of people that I have around me. So I think the moral of the story here is really to take inventory of the people around you and making sure that you're leaving toxic people behind. We've talked a lot in previous podcasts around 
toxic relationships, toxic people, you have to understand that those people may be draining you or holding you back. And that's going to prohibit you from living the life that you want to live. So you really have to, you know, look around you, see who's around you, see who's in your circle, how they're influencing you. And you might have to make some difficult decisions on who to leave behind. And, you know, the best advice I can give is once you've decided that this person is not for you, wish them well and move on. There's no point in kind of dragging it out or tolerating it or if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. So the best thing you can do is wish somebody well, be on good terms and just say, you know, I don't think this friendship is for me. And then on the flip side, I think one of the important things is we talk so much about leaving the people who are, you know, in your life and that could potentially be negative. We don't talk too much about valuing the people who stayed behind. So I think that's something that's very important too, is once you've taken inventory of your friend groups, of your relationships, of what all that looks like, then you have to understand who who is left. Who is there that's supporting me and keeping things going and keeping me balanced and insane and lifting me up and creating a positive environment in my life? I think those are the people you need to cherish and you need to hang on to because those are the people that are going to be with you through the good times and the bad, but they've already proven that they have a great impact on your life. So really what it's about here is understanding how to take back your life and really starts with who you surround yourself with. Um, you know, my mom and everyone's mom, I feel like said, if your friends jumped off a cliff, would you? And it's like, well, don't hang out with people that are going to jump off a cliff. You know, like it's that type of mentality of making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that, you know, you want to be influenced by, you want to do positive things, you want to do positive change together and you lift each other up. And when you talk and you have conversations and you're planning out your future, you feel good after the conversation not drained or jealous or fighting or anything like that. And the last pillar that I want to talk about is the family pillar. This one is quite tough and always difficult to talk about because I don't fully understand everyone's family situations. But in my own personal family situation, I have a very small family. And even with small families, sometimes there can be drama. There can be people that don't agree with each other. Um, you know, for me, it's I've always struggled because I have a uncle who's gay and a aunt who is now semi-religious and a Trump supporter. So you can imagine the dynamics that we have there um, and neither one is right or wrong I'm not saying that I'm just saying that there's difference in thought sometimes um, to where there's clash in the family and I think when people pass away people change their views people change their opinions so you have to understand that just because people are your blood just because people are your family doesn't mean that they can't be toxic for you as well um, you know, I think a lot of times we show this very great side of our lives and never really get into the family piece or what's going on behind the curtains, but it ain't all roses and, and rose colored glasses for me either. I think, you know, I always try to limit the drama and not partake in it and really understand that the same rules that apply to your personal life also apply to your family. You can't hold yourself back because of your family. You know, there is such thing as toxic family members as well or um, people that drain you in your family and try to hold you back. 
And I really think a lot of people rely on their family for what to do next, their approval, you know, sometimes even financially rely on their family. And those are all going to be things that will hold you back and not allow you to step forward. Once you have financial independence, once you have clarity and thought about who you surround yourself with, friends or family or relationships, all of that will help guide you in moving into the right direction and living a life for you. Your family may not dis may not agree with it, but you know, it's yours, it's your life. My mom did not want me to move to New York. She was excited for the opportunity and now she loves coming out here and visiting me, FaceTiming all the time. Like we've created such a good environment. Um, and my mom is really my number one supporter. So it's been really great to see her evolve as well and help support me as best as she possibly can. So I think that's something to very much keep in mind is, you know, your family can be your rock. And then at the same time too, your family can also be looked at and analyzed to see if they are helping you propel and move forward within your life. So hopefully you guys learned something today and, and it, maybe it's nothing new, but it just put things in perspective of really kind of taking inventory and reassessing your life and making sure that you're living the life that you want to live, whether it be work, whether it be personal, whether it be your friends, relationships, family, you have to take back your life and be in control and understand that you are the one that decides who you let into your life. You are the one that decides how you wake up and show up to work every day. You are the one that decides what is next for you so think about that as one of the most incredible powers possible of at any point you can work harder you can go after your dreams you can change your career you can take a new job you can do all of these things to put the life that you want in motion and it really starts with you so hopefully you guys enjoyed today's podcast all about how to take back your life and start living for you. Um, hopefully this started off your Monday right. A lot to think about. This is one of my longer podcasts, so I appreciate you guys listening all the way through. And as always, if you guys like today's podcast, please make sure to go to the Apple Podcast Store and rate and review it. Always appreciate your feedback and seeing what you guys write there. Uh, share the podcast with your friends on Instagram or Instagram stories. Always greatly appreciate but overall I just want you guys to have a fantastic motivation Mondays and hopefully this gave you a lot to think about and uh, start you off on the right foot so go ahead and enjoy your Monday and we'll talk next week